Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. It's a feel-good song kicking us off this Friday morning. It's George Ezra, Shotgun. It is LMFM. It's Friday. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Hope you are feeling good today. Weekend is nearly upon us, which means shenanigans on 11 to 1. It does. It means good vibes, good times. And, uh, you know, just going to keep you upbeat as we go through the morning. Um, so I'm one of those people now, I think, who likes exercise. I know, I know. Listen, it's as much of a shock to me as it is to you now. I'm telling you. Self-confessed couch potato that I am. I've changed dramatically after two classes. (laughs) So earlier this week, if you were listening in earlier this week, you would have heard that I've started a health kick. Oh, I have. Listen, much needed. You know, much needed to get kind of healthy mind, healthy body and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I've started this. Did my first class on Monday and early died. Last night, I did trampoline pump which has just opened my eyes to the wonders and joys of exercise. You know when people go, oh, it's great, it's great, you know, uh, kind of feel good hit that you get after exercise. And I always roll my eyes at those people. I am one of them now. I am one of them after my trampoline pump class. Oh my God. And even in the heat and the lovely sun that was streaming through the window and everything yesterday, it was brilliant. It definitely will make you feel great afterwards with such good vibes. Um, now look, the real test, you know, with the health kick is tonight because um, normally Friday night, isn't it, is treat night. Normally have a glass of wine or two. Uh, normally have like a big bag of crisps. Hence the need to, you know, kickstart the whole healthy thing. So tonight we're going to be watching the second part, which is kind of like the two hour, two and a half hour, I think, episode of um, Stranger Things. So no wine and no nibbles for Sinead because I'm on a detox. It's going to be torture. I'm going to be sitting there with my green tea and my chopped fruit. I mean, seriously, how am I going to get through this? All I can hope is that Stranger Things will distract my mind enough that I won't be wanting to munch. But there you go. There's a little health update for you, for myself. Uh, Going to get into the show and into what we're talking about very, very shortly uh, today. But first, more music for you. Here's the Goo Goo Dolls. Your home of great music. And I don't want the world to see me. I just want you to know LMFM. Goo Goo Dolls with Iris. On LMFM's 11 to 1, Sinead Brazel here with you. Getting a message in on 086 658 and it's Love Island related, and but I think it's a very important point. And thank you so much, listener, for raising this. 
Sinead, slightly Love Island related, but has nobody learned anything despite the death of Caroline Flack? Some of the comments being posted online about the girl's appearances is shocking and will have devastating consequences on their own self-worth. What happened to, if you don't have anything nice to say, then stay quiet? You can have an opinion, but you don't need to voice every little thing that comes into your head. This is an ongoing thing, isn't it, with Love Island? And despite the tragic death, as you mentioned there, of Caroline Flack, which was just... So awful. And every time I just think of that, I just get really, really sad when I think about that. And, you know, that poor girl had no way out and had to felt that she had to take her own life. And it was all at, you know, because of social media and things that were being written about her, things that were being said online. They absolutely destroyed her. And um, Laura Whitmore, the host of Love Island, has spoken out about this quite a bit. I know that Love Island have taken more kind of of this on board, they very much have, you know, the the participants' mental health at the core with regards to this. And they do kind of bring them, uh, you know, obviously off screen. They do kind of have chats with them afterwards and kind of make sure that they're okay and all of that. Um, You know, I look, you're right. This is, but like, it's with everything, isn't it? I mean, you go on to definitely Twitter and it's just like a barrage of just people spewing bile on Twitter constantly about everything and anything. I can only spend about five minutes scrolling around it before I have to come off. It's just, it is way too toxic. But definitely there's a lot of this critiquing um, of the girl's appearance. And no doubt, listener, I'd say you would, uh, I'd say you wouldn't be surprised to know that it's probably women commenting on the other women. Isn't that it? And I always think, and I always um say this to my kids as well if people are you know commenting on them or bullying them or passing remarks it's obviously something that's going on with the with the person themselves that they feel like they have to lash out because the girls on Love Island uh, all of them they're all stunners like what would you be give, like saying about them I really don't know uh, speaking about Love Island there was just all sorts of drama with regards to it I know people watching this regularly will know but it's going to air chaotic scenes tonight there's a dramatic fallout in the latest recoupling they've all kind of come back from from the whole Casa Amor situation and some of them uh, only a really a handful reunited with the uh, people that they were already with and a lot of them have gone ditching the partners for new bombshells that's all going to be airing tonight and apparently Jax O'Neill could walk from the villa uh, because uh, he's, he's, he's talking about uh, the showdown with his partner Paige so he there's kind of a lot of scenes uh, suggesting that he could be one to, to leave. And I know himself and Paige had a bit of a fallout uh, on Love Island there very, very recently. But it's all going down. It's all continuing on Love Island tonight on Virgin Media. Uh, we will keep you updated with little bits and pieces from Love Island as the next couple of weeks go on. Now, we're going to take a quick break. And on a Friday, we like to have a dance party, don't we? We have a great Friday Floor Filler song. We're going to tell you all the details of that after these. 11 to 1. All the details of our Friday Floor Filler song coming your way very shortly. Here's Tom Grennan first. I've been holding on to... There's Tom Grennan, little bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Can I have a little bit of love for the Friday Floor Filler song? Oh yeah. It's Friday, that means dance party on the show and it's time to just, you know, wind down from the stress of the week. You know, maybe the kids were wrecking your head. Maybe you're trying to juggle working from home with kids on summer holidays. Maybe you're in the office all week and your boss was wrecking your head. Whatever it is, whatever is stressing you out this week, we're going to forget it all. Shake it off, as Taylor Swift would say, with the Friday Floor Filler. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. 
So just after 12 o'clock, I'll be playing a song that will just make you want to dance it really well and give you all those feel-good weekend vibes. But to build anticipation for our Friday Floor Filler song, I always give you a snippet of the song, but there's a catch. I play the song in reverse and you have to guess the song and the name of the artist. I promise it's not as hard as last week that just had everyone scratching their heads. In fairness, it was a bit hard last week. I promise we're back to kind of a little bit easier today. So I'm going to play it for you now. If you think you know the artist and the name of the song from my snippet, 86 658 Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. What is my Friday floor filler song? I think it's really easy. 86 658 Want to wish a very happy birthday to Ollie today. That's coming in from Irene and Oliver in RD. Hope you're having a fantastic birthday today, Ollie. Uh, lots of people getting in touch on the Friday floor filler. Keep them coming in. 86 658 Now, did you know when you play Radio Bingo in Louth and Meath, uh, you are supporting people who are living with sight loss. And in fact, in Meath, there's 528 people who are living with sight loss. And uh, as you know, LMFM Radio Bingo, they team up with the uh, Irish Council for the Blind of Ireland and you're supporting you're supporting these people when you are playing. And next week's jackpot is a whopper. It's €7,000 and the Nifty 50 summer promotion continues. You're going to have a chance to win €50 Euro on our lucky number draw. So if you pick up your weekly books for €5 Euro every day, new games and new chances, you can buy your bingo books online or check out our stockists on the website lmfm.ie. I want to say congratulations to Linda Bell from Ballsgrove in Drogheda uh, in County Louth and also Sheila Cullivan from Culronan in Beliver County Meath. They both won €400. Euro. Also Breda Kavanagh from Dunmore in Navan won on the Nifty 50 draw and Josephine Clark from Beaufort Place and Navin who won 800 euro so Radio Bingo continuing 7,000 euro of a jackpot that is pretty massive uh, that's happening all next week now speaking of bingo it's a case of no full house at Beliver Community Centre as volunteers are concerned about the fall in numbers attending the weekly bingo at the centre there. I'm going to be chatting to Melanie Drake. She's a volunteer with Beliver Community Council. She wants to put out an appeal to save the bingo in Beliver. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. It's a case of no full house at Beliver Community Centre as volunteers are concerned about the fall in numbers attending the weekly bingo at the community centre in Beliver. There's been a major drop off in the numbers attending each week, putting the future of the local community centre in jeopardy. The Beliver Community Council is urging people to return to bingo to enjoy a fun, fun night out and help the local community. Joining me now to tell us more is Melanie Drake. She's former chair of community council and a member of the bingo book uh, of the bingo group. How are you doing, Melanie? I'm very well, thank you, Sinead. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. When I spotted this online, I had to reach out. It's such awful news. Tell us what's happening with Bingo in Beliver. Well, our Bingo has been running for 52 years, Sinead. It's a massive feat, uh, particularly to the people who started off the Bingo in the community. It's still running. We ran through COVID, we're still, but we're hanging on by the skin of our teeth. And I think it's not just us. I think it's across the board, county-wide, nationwide. Uh, I suppose with COVID, uh, a lot of bingo went online mm. and it stayed online. And that's not an issue, really. But I think we need to get back to the social aspect of it, which is absolutely massive in the community. 
Yes, you're so right. And as you say there, I know a lot of uh, bingo that would have taken place around the neck of the woods up here in Louth as well would have moved online. But like you say, is there is a case of maybe people getting a little bit too comfortable online, <laughs> maybe, Melanie? Yes. And you can understand that, Sinead. Yes. Like, you know, our bingos run on a Saturday evening and that's really party night for a lot of people, you know, out for a few scoops or whatever. But so they have other aspects and, and lives to, to do on a Saturday evening. But our cohort of people has gone down to below 100 and we need at least 120, 130 people in that hall to keep that bingo running at full capacity. OK, so give me an idea. So before COVID and before the world went mad, what was the bingo numbers like? We were running, we were had about 180 and then it wow. did start to dwindle. Now, you know, as I said, Saturday night's a busy night. There's other things on. But I, as other people in bingos around us, uh, Summerhill, Boy. Uh, Bechtif or whatever, they do a drive-in Bechtif, but their numbers have gone down too. Look, you know, what can it be? But we're all chasing the same euro. We're all chasing the same money and a lot of our attendees would be playing bingo four and five nights a week, which is, nights a week, which is great. You know, mm. yeah, and as as you say there, you know, I I we were talking earlier on myself and yourself about this, and particularly I remember when I was younger, growing up, there was a lot of uh, people in our estate that would get a bus together and head off yeah. for bingo. It was a great social uh, event, and people looked forward to it. And you know, I think that's something that we learned during COVID as well that we need this community connectedness, and this is what bingo, like the one in Beliver, can do for the community, bringing people together. Absolutely. And we have buses. We've two buses running with Smiths. We have a bus running with Halpins from Athboy. We did drop one bus route from Trim because it wasn't viable for, for them to run it. Okay. You know? Okay. So, so you're below yeah. 100 now and that meant something that you really didn't want to do, but you had to suspend the jackpot in May as well. Yes. We have a €1,500 Euro jackpot. And uh, it starts at 45 calls per month. And if it's not one, it goes up to 46 calls and it rolls on one number higher if it's not one. But we can't afford to pay that out now mm. if, it's, if, it's, if it's one. We could have two or three winners, which we'd love yes. of the jackpot between now, maybe and the end of the year. But that's not sustainable to our bank account. Yeah, and you guys, you know, kept going during COVID, uh, you know, you as well as the, the, the bingo online, you guys did building work there, you've expanded the centre. Yes, we did a small extension to the rear of the building and it's absolutely super and we tarmacked a car park with up to 20 spaces in it. Okay, so, and, and the likes of the bingo, this is what you rely on to keep the, the centre going, to keep the funds ticking over there? Yes, that's our, that was our bread and butter that did the extension for us. I know people are tired of listening to me banging on about it in the community, but it worked for us. We never got any grants or anything. We did it all on our own. Okay. Uh, thanks and to the community uh, and the bingo money. Very good. Okay, so that's managed to, to, to go ahead and you have that up and running. So in terms of, you know, because we're talking about this is going to be a ripple effect or a domino effect here with regards to this. If the yeah. bingo stops completely, tell me what is the worst case scenario here? Because there's other community groups affected by this now. Yes. Well, if our bingo stops, it'll never come back. I mean, Saturday night, somebody will take it, jump in and take it, some other bingo group. And, you know, and getting volunteers too. It's not just attendees either it's volunteers and that's a huge commitment 
So uh, even though the social aspect of it in the community is vital, there are many of us who are smaller communities. You know, we're only villages. We're not mm. towns. We haven't got populations over 5,000, you know. So we're, we're only looking after ourselves. And you're trying to keep this centre going. And I understand as well, there's other community groups that um, use the centre as well. Yes, we have scouts, we have active retirement, we have Irish dancing, we have bowls. Uh, Whist is not back with it yet, but hopefully now in the coming months it will be. So you want to make an appeal today. This is in danger, as you say, of finishing up. What would you like the people to know? I'd like them to know that they're very welcome to attend our bingo. Come along, give it a try. If it's not for you, at least you've done it. Um, and, but it's open to all age groups. Everybody's welcome. And what, and time, what time does it start at on a Saturday, um, uh, Melanie? It starts at half eight, Sinead, and we open our doors at 7.45. 8.30, 7.45, the doors open. Melanie, I really hope things turn around for you there. I think activities like this are so, so important for local communities. As I said, bringing people together, friendships yes. being made, connections in the local community. I hope things pick up for you. But thank you so, so much for joining me and letting people know what's going on there. Not at all. You're very welcome, Sinead. And thank you. And uh, also to Anne in the Meath Chronicle for highlighting uh, our plight. Absolutely. Thank you very much. No problem at all. Melanie Drake there. Look, as I say, it's a great social thing, isn't it, Bingo Nights? I remember people going off on buses to the bingo and connecting and having a great crack. It's your local area there. If the bingo doesn't continue, uh, you know, it can have a knock-on effect for the community centre. It really could suffer. Saturday night, tomorrow night, Beliver Community Centre at 8.30pm. 11 to 1 with Florence and the Machine, dog days are over on LMFM's 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day in 1994, Sonia O'Sullivan runs the female 2K world record. And today is Maths 2.0 Day. It's a celebration of the blending of technology and maths. For a lot of us, maths was definitely not the favourite subject. We'd spend the entire class staring at equations, wondering what sort of livid madman designed these torture chambers on paper. However, we realise that maths is utterly indispensable in our modern world. So today is Math 2.0 Day. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Well, in LMFM's 11 to 1, a lot of people seem to be mixing up our Friday floor filler song and I can understand why with Dream Academy's Life in a Northern Town. Let's just say you're on the right track there. Okay, because the sample was used in this song. That's a big giveaway for you. Keep those coming in. 0861800658. We'll have Friday Floor Filler after news at 12, uh, which is coming your way right now. 11 to 1. Years and years with King kicking off our second hour. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. How are you getting on? You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Somebody's on already. I will. I promise there's a lot of Westlife fans in the house. Hi Sinead, could you play some Westlife for Megan, Alana and Anna getting ready for the concert? We will definitely sort you out with Westlife before the end of this show. Absolutely no problem at all. Uh, we are talking about our Friday Floors Filler song. Oh yes, it is very much on the way. Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1. 
But what is it? You know what I mean? Earlier on, I played you a little clip of our Friday Floor Filler song in reverse. I'm asking you the artist and the name of the song. Straight in there, no messing with Graham Drahada. He was in at 11.29. I barely finished playing the, the track and he had it. Uh, also, Trevor Campbell, not sure whereabouts you are in the Northeast, but you're getting it right. Michelle in Dundalk normally gets it right, but she's on the Dream Academy Life in a Northern Town string that a lot of people are on. I can see why, because that sample is used in this song. That's a very big hint for you. Do you want me to play it again once more before we get the actual Flighty Floor Filler song coming your way? Okay, here it is. Here's the taster of it in reverse. Last chance, 086-1800-658. The Friday Floor Filler song coming your way after celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Thor Love and Thunder is out this weekend. It's directed by Taika Waititi and stars Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Christian Bale as Gore, Natalie Portman as the Mighty Thor and Tess Thompson as Valkyrie. The blue carpet premiere was in London this week and Taika told us how he felt taking on a Marvel movie. So I just had a, my second child the, the, when I did Ragnarok and I was, it was really about like... I think I should do a studio film and uh, make some money. But then I was able to go do the, the film and it did really well and, it, and I felt like it was my film. And then when they said this to another one, it was just, yeah, it was, I was much more relaxed but also able to just to push the character further and make something bigger. Kasapian have announced a Dublin date this October. The band will play the Three Olympia on October 21st. It comes as the group prepares for the release of their seventh studio album, Alchemist's Euphoria. Tickets go on sale on Friday morning. Metallica have reacted to that Stranger Things scene featuring Master of Puppets. They've said it's an incredible honour to have the track featured on the hit show. The heavy metal band are big fans of character Eddie Munson's rendition of their 1986 track in the final episode of the Netflix sci-fi show's fourth season. Chrissy, this is from you. The Buzz, I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be watching the final episode of Stranger Things later on today. But first, it's time for a dance party. Oh, yeah. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. It's Friday. Another long week is over. It's time to forget the stress of the week and let loose. Dance like nobody's watching. Okay, that's what we want from you. <laughs> I love it. Yes, if you don't know the actual name of the song, Hey Mom, Mom, Ma, will do as well. <laughs> Lots of that coming in in 086-1800-658. Here it is. Oh, yeah. It's Dario G. Sunchy Me. Friday Floor Filler time. All together now. Love it. Dario G, Sunshi Me, Thomas O'Donnell getting it as well. Also, Pamela Hill in Money More. You did get it before we played it as well. Friday Floor Filler will be back next week. The challenge now is, you know, what to pick. This is the challenge every single week. But anyway, it'll be coming back your way next week. Now, 
we had such fun and mischief, a little bit of mischief, at our uh, family screening of the new Minions movie in the deluxe venue in Drogheda, the Omniplex deluxe venue. They were celebrating their second birthday. We had great, great fun. Were you there? Well, you're going to hear yourself giving a review of the movie with Niall O'Brien. He's going to be with us just after these. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas, the best place to see the biggest blockbuster movies in Drogheda, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it's Friday, which means we're talking movies with Niall O'Brien. He's on the line. How are you doing, Niall? I'm doing well. I'm a little concerned about you because oh. I've heard that you're venturing into the upside down tonight. I am. Without the aid of wine or chocolate yes. or popcorn. <laughs> so my advice would be get some apple slices, get some blueberries, some whatever superfood that you're okay. allowed to have just so you have them there because you're going to need them. You're okay. going to need all the energy you have. Okay, good tip. Thank you so much for that. Okay, we're back with uh, Who's That Talking Now? We have Omniplex Cinema tickets up for grabs. That's right. Our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker. Uh, and it's always somebody connected to one of the movies that we're talking about uh, in, in the segment. And we'll give you a pair of tickets to Omniplex Cinema. Yes, I had a, your choice. Yes, I had a sneaky list and it's very easy this week. I only it is had, easy I, this week, I only yeah. needed two seconds, just saying. Uh, courtesy <laughs> of our friends at Omniplex Cinemas, we have a pair of tickets for the movie of your choice at any of their locations. Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex Balbriggan. See the biggest and best blockbusters on the big screens and you can see the full show times and bookings on omniplex.ie so we have our clip we need you to tell us who is this talking okay if you think you know the name of the actor 086 1800 658 it was really exciting to obviously have the opportunity to play a superhero I'm yeah. given that task of, of becoming a six foot character as a 5'3 woman <laughs> which is there you go. Ah, listen, she's everywhere at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Right. I don't think yeah, they need any yeah. clues. They're going to get this. 086-1800-658 and you could be going along to Omniplex Cinemas. Now, we were very shocked and saddened to hear about the news. I think a sudden news last night uh, of the death of James Caan. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was 82, so uh, I suppose we could say maybe it's not really a shock. But I mean, what a talent, really. I mean, I would have seen him probably first in The Godfather people would know him from Misery. A lot of younger people would know him from Elf. I think people yeah. watch that every Christmas. Uh, he's also in a great movie. And I think when I heard about this, I was going, you got to watch this film, Thief, which was Michael Mann's first movie. And he plays the the central character in that. Like, what a talent. Uh, I, I have a couple of quotes here from his co-star from The Godfather. Al Pacino referred to him as my fictional brother and lifelong friend. And a quote from James Caan himself about his acting style. My acting technique is to look up at God just before the camera rolls and say, give me a break. So, I mean, <laughs> look, what what a talent. I mean, he had retired from acting, I think. He hadn't made a lot of movies in the last couple of years, but what a great back catalogue. Uh, over the weekend watch a James Caan yes. because there are so many great ones there really is so many great ones uh, and I, yeah like it's it, what is the year of 2022 with all of the deaths the famous uh, faces that we're finding I mean really it's absolutely shocking but he will never be forgotten absolutely brilliant legend now we had a great time at our family screening of the new Minions movie Minions Rise of Gru that was at the Omniplex Deluxe venue in Drogheda and I can see why you love going there every single week <laughs> Nile because there's pure they luxury lit- there. They literally have to tell me, sir, sir, the film is over. Can you leave now? 
<laughs> it's just absolute luxury there. It really was. It was great to meet so many of you. Uh, so we're going to be playing a little flavour of what happened uh, on Saturday last at our family screening. Here it is. Good night. Good night. Yes, yes, yes. Good night. Good night. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Minions! There are a lot of other villains in the world. But I am going to be a super villain. We are delighted to be here in the Omniplex Deluxe venue in Drogheda. It is their second birthday celebrations and I'm here with manager Hazel McManus-Mooney. Hazel, how are we getting on? All good here now. Are we all excited for today? Oh, very much excited. And can I just say you have a beautiful setup here. Oh my goodness, it's just absolutely stunning, this venue. But tell me, you opened two years ago in the midst of the pandemic. What a brave move for Omniplex. Oh, we were meant to open in March and sure, the madness kicked in and got delayed. But look, we're two years on now all the challenges and we're still here you're still here and going strong which is a real credit to you it really is so tell me what uh, movies are you looking forward to now over the summer we are all excited for Minions today which is a big one we're at the kind of height of the blockbuster kind of season so what ones are coming up in the next little while so next week we have Thor Love and Thunder which is going to be a big, big hit with everyone. And then in another few weeks, we'll have DC Super Pets, which will be great for the kids again. Oh, that is going to be brilliant for the kids. I have to say, I'm very much looking forward to Thor myself. I'm a big Avengers fan. I really am. So in terms of the cinema itself, give us the, the lowdown on what's here, because this is called a deluxe venue for a reason. So all our seats and every single screen are all electric recliners, all leather and loads of foot rooms. So you don't have to worry about sitting on top of people. Loads of space and comfort is key. Oh, do you know what? Gone are the days where you're crammed into the seats and the chewing gum underneath and all the rest of it. Nothing like that here in the deluxe venue in Drogheda. So what has things been like for you, you know, over the last two years? You know, you've seen steady footfall. People are, you know, interested in coming back to the cinema. Yes, definitely. I've actually been here since we opened and obviously not like we're so small we're getting used to having people here and slowly but surely customers are coming in the door and everyone seems to be loving it oh they really are listen there's nothing like going to the cinema there really isn't you know the popcorn the drink settling into the gorgeous seats and away we go okay we're heading down have a little look at the screen before everybody gets in here (gasps) oh my god oh my god you were not kidding with the deluxe venue (laughs) you really weren't oh my god it's absolutely stunning there's so much room sure my god we could park a car in between those lanes there where there has the foot room and everything so this was obviously something that you guys wanted to make sure for people that they had room they had comfort hence the whole deluxe venue idea yes yes brilliant fully reclined you don't even have to pull your legs in People okay. can still get by you. Oh, listen, fantastic. You're changing the cinema experience right here. You really are. I can't find my minion anywhere. Where is he? <laughs> Niall O'Brien is here. Niall, how are you getting on? I'm doing very well. This is very exciting. It so is lovely very exciting. to see so many people excited to see this, this movie. Yes, they're all waiting outside. But remind us now, because there's a good few movies in the minion universe, isn't there, really? Well, this is the... Fifth, I think. Yes, this is the fifth. So the first one, Despicable Me, came out in 2010. And that, of course, told the story of Gru, who was a supervillain. He wanted to steal the moon. Uh, And in his plan to steal the moon, he ended up adopting three little girls, uh, Margot, Agnes and Edith. 
So uh, by the end of the film, of course, because of the love of these little girls, he saw the error of his ways and wasn't a supervillain anymore. So in Despicable Me 2, he became a member of the Anti-Villain League, a secret agent that was going to stop supervillains. And he met Lucy. And him and Lucy fell in love. So by the end of that film, they got married and the minions sang a lovely Westlife song, I think. Or it was a boy's own, I can't remember. Boys to Men. Get boys it, to Men, on. sorry, yeah. Uh, and that was that. And then the first Minions movie came out in 2015 and that told the story of the Minions from the dawn of time all the way up to the present day just before they met Groot and that's what this film is going to tell us. In Despicable Me 3, Groot met his brother Drew who wanted to be a supervillain but Groot doesn't want to be a supervillain anymore so that was all that. But this is more about how the Minions met Groot when he was a little boy. I think he's obsessed with a supervillain team uh, and he wants to be a member of them. He's only a little boy. But, uh, so it's what happens then. This puny little child thinks he can be a villain. I am pretty despicable. I'm not Minnie. Please stop calling me that. What did you think of the Minions movie? It was really funny. Really funny. What would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a 10. Brilliant. And what was your favourite part? When he got sick on the plane, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Tell us, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. What was your favourite part? When the Minions were driving a plane. That was pretty funny. It was a really good film, in my opinion. I really liked it. Who's your favourite character? Um, I said Gru. Gru's your favourite. And did you, were you a fan of the other movies? Yeah. And what's, did, what did you give this movie out of 10? 11. 11 out of 10? It's good. Just good? It's amazing. 10 out of 10. Such a nice movie. I had so much fun with my cousin today. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. What was your favourite part in the film? The guy faked his funeral. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do, probably. Oh, oh my goodness me. And would you get up to mischief now at home like any of the bad guys in this? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> Such fun we had. Mini bus, mini bus, <laughs> mini. That's what you make me call you now. Okay, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, don't you forget it. Don't you forget oh, it. <laughs> we had such a great time, weren't we? we? Did. uh, didn't we? I, and look, we were made so welcome. Uh, I brought two little minions with me. You did. Sorry about the mess to the staff of Family <laughs> Plex. It was not me. It was the minions I was with. But yes. uh, oh, it was fantastic. It was, uh, and look, the movie is great fun. It really is. It's not what I think. Um, like if you like the Despicable Me movies, you'll love this as well. Like it's like it's like a kung fu black exploitation <laughs> animation for kids, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. That's a really good way of describing it. I had great yeah. fun at this as well. It is, and judging from the audience, like you heard there, eleven out of ten. I mean, what more do you want? I just loved Absolutely. the little guy at the end. He was brilliant. A little Hellraiser <laughs> there at the end. Absolutely fantastic. And thank you so much to everybody who was there. We we absolutely loved seeing you. Now moving to our big pick for this week and it's Thor Love and Thunder that's right so this is the latest Marvel movie after the events of Avengers Endgame Thor Love and Thunder or Thor 4 finds Thor 
played by Chris Hemsworth, at a, he's at a bit of a crossroads. So the last time we saw him, he kind of, he had a dad bod. He did. He? So he kind yeah. of put, he put on, you know, we he all He needs get to go there. on my plan that I'm doing. <laughs> well, he does in this film. And he has hitched his wagon to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And he spends his downtime working out, doing CrossFit, meditating, and trying to be the best version of himself. But this is soon interrupted by a character called Gore, played by Christian Bale. And Gore is, uh, basically, we, we meet him, and uh, it's quite sad, actually, the scene. Uh, his 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 daughter dies, and therefore he's been praying to his gods to save his daughter. His daughter dies, and therefore, because she dies, he swears revenge on all gods. Okay. So um, Thor obviously finds out that all the gods are being killed all over the universe. So he enlists the help of his pals, King Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, Korg, played by Taika Waititi, who also directed this, and his ex-girlfriend, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman plays yes. a superhero in this film. Not Drew and Barrymore, to, can we just no, say? Some of the messages coming in here in 086 658 <laughs> To Thor's surprise, uh, she also, she is wielding his magical hammer, Mjolnir, oh. and she is now the mighty Thor. Oh. So they embark on a cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of Gore, the God Butcher's vengeance, and stop him before it's too late. So we have a clip here. Yep. Thor has kind of seen what's going on in the shadow realm and he comes back and tells his his pals what's what's happening. Okay, here it is. They're in the shadow realm. How do you know? The atmosphere there has a darkness like no other. It's as if color feels to tread. It's unmistakable. Well then if it's color we need, let's bring the rainbow. Bring the rainbow, is that a catchphrase or something? She's only been a Thor for a minute. I mean, saving lives, she's quite good at, but the rest of it, she needs work. How many catchphrases have there been? A lot. Yep, jump the gun. But hang on, he moves through shadows and he's going to the shadow realm. It seems like that's where he's going to be the most powerful. You're right, we can't just go marching in there. It could be a trap. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? I'm thinking it. What are we thinking? Thinking what? I'm thinking it too. Omnipotency. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, I mean, look here, five stars. Shall we just move on now? To well, look, I know you're going to give it five <laughs> stars, you know. Um, look, uh, seriously, though, uh, this is very much in the vein of Ragnarok, which I loved. I loved it, um, yeah. Yeah, and it, like, this is the fourth, this, he, Thor now is the only Marvel character to have four standalone films. And it's because of Chris Hemsworth. And he is the, you know, he is the centre pin of this. He's hilariously funny and he really lands the action stuff uh, he has this supernatural charisma um he goes between this self-deprecating comedy and this action that you know really kind of gets you on board um there is a hilarious love quadrangle i suppose oh. between him and not not his ex jane foster but him and his ex molnir his hammer and his new a weapon stormbreaker and it it's really it's very very funny it also has like really like christian bale is one of the most frightening villains i've seen in a marvel movie um i'm sometimes i kind of feel maybe the tone is a little bit off you go from very funny to very scary very funny very scary um but i loved it i had a great time i certainly think the second half of the film works really really well natalie portman is great as well as jane foster great to see her back from she was in the first two she wasn't in ragnarok but um they have some lovely really affecting scenes the two of them together and it leaves the character as well in a great place 
for, and I think Chris Chris Hemsworth is happy to play this as long as he can. Yes. So um, it leaves the character in a. I want to see the next Thor film. You know? Okay, so, so there is going to be another. That's one, really hopefully. good. Yeah. That's well, good. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Thor: Love and Thunder getting a massive thumbs up. Now moving to our TV movies for the weekend, and if you're not watching Stranger Things like me, it's T.G. Cahar, <laughs> uh, and it's a western. It is, unsurprisingly. Unsurprising. Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid from 1973, <coughs> directed by Sam Peckinpah, of course, tells the story of uh, Pat Garrett, played by James Coburn, and he's ordered to go off and hunt his best friend, Billy the Kid, played by Chris Christopherson. We also have Bob Dylan in this, and he released an album as well to coincide with this movie. So this is a really kind of interesting film to watch. It was hacked to bits by the studio, but I think even the version that exists is still good. Okay, so that's tonight, 10.35 on TG Cahar. Now you have a double bill for the kiddies. So parents, don't be telling us that we don't give you things for the kids to be doing over the summer holidays. No, I mean, uh, and it's it's for kiddies and parents, I think. So RT1 at 6.35, Paddington 2. I think it's one of the best sequels ever. So you got the lovable little bear Paddington. He's settled into his new life in London and he gets framed for a crime he did not commit and gets sent to prison. You got Brendan Gleeson in there. In the it's, it's, it's a fantastic film. And then later on on RT1 at 9.35, Goodbye Christopher Robin, which has Brendan Gleeson's son, Donald Gleeson, yes. playing A.A. Milne. And it's been basically the true story of A.A. Milne and how he wrote the Winnie the Pooh books and I, I've only seen it recently but it's a, it's a good movie I really enjoyed it so I would recommend that and then on Sunday on RT1 at uh, 9.30 it's A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood which uh, stars uh, Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers now we wouldn't really know Fred Rogers no. in this country but he was a huge influence on children growing up in <clears throat> America uh, and it's based on a true story about a journalist uh, played by Matthew Reese, who's sent to interview this beloved TV children's entertainer, Fred Rogers. Uh, and he feels it's beneath him, but they end up bond, uh, like forging a bond. It's a fantastic film. I know nothing about Fred Rogers yeah. or, you know, his TV career, but I love the film. And Tom Hanks is great in it. So Sunday or T1 at 9.30. OK, tell us who was our mystery voice? It was the new Mighty Thor Natalie Portman. Ah, they're all getting it. Uh, brilliant. We'll pick a winner for the Omniplex tickets very, very shortly. Niall, thank you so much. As always, we'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. 11 to 1. Westlife are headed for the Aviva. Tonight is the first night of their shows. I know that so many fans are waiting for a little bit of Westlife music. So here you go. Live, looking like that. Yes, the doors, by the way, open at 6pm tonight. Support Axel Beyond stage at 6.30 and then Westlife will take to the stage at 8.30pm. So hope everyone has a brilliant time at Westlife. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Angela Kearney, Dental Care, 41 Fair Street, Drogheda, requires an experienced part-time dental nurse. Please send your cover letter and CV to info at angelacarney.ie. McDonald Bus Hire requires a bus driver with a full deal clean licence. Please apply to info at mcdonaldbushire.com. 
And any furniture design requires a cabinet making slash general operative with two years experience. Please email dannyfurniturdesign at gmail.com and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search There's Lady Gaga, paparazzi on LMFM's 11 to 1. Going to take a quick break and we're back with the winner of our Omniplex tickets. 11 to 1. That's almost our lot on the show for today. But want to say congratulations to Graeme and Drahada. You were getting our Omniplex tickets. It was, of course, Natalie Portman as the mystery voice. And we'll have another chance for you to win on next week's show. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. We'll chat to you Monday.